Deep Fried COVID. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckenholt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. We're going to talk about hospitalization rates going up and Iowa's diversity still going down with, with count, many of our counties losing population. But we are starting this week with Governor Reynolds and, um, and COVID Kim's just total failure um, on, 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 on COVID and, and putting us all at risk during this pandemic. So Ivy, you, you want to get us started on the, uh, on the school mask policies and, and what the governor has and hasn't been doing on that? Oh, yeah. So in an interview with KCRG this week, Governor Reynolds just really gaslit Iowans, and it was really frustrating to read. But basically, she she said that wearing masks in schools, as far as that goes, there's data on both sides of the issue. And then when the great reporter stated that, you know, the research is that masks work, Reynolds was like, quote, yeah, they work if you wear them right. There's also data that says they don't. I mean, there's data on both sides, end quote. So that was obviously very frustrating, especially as kids are going back to school. Uh, what was your take on it's, that interview? It's a total crock, and it just pisses me off. Like mm-hmm. this is why we, this is why our map of COVID outbreak has turned dark red in this state. Um, right. And it's because of statements like this, and because of policies that they put in in the dark of night to prevent schools from making their own decisions about masks. Um, it's, it's exactly because of this ki- kind of BS uh, 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 lies. I mean, she's just lying to, to, to people at this point. Um, and uh, gaslighting is a great way to put it, um, too. Like, she's just being dishonest about what will work to prevent people from getting sick. And um, it's just, it's, it's infuriating to me. That's my oh, take, sure. and, and 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 I don't know what we're going to do about it. I mean, because they're not going to. Ch- it does not appear that they're going to change their mind. But there is still, she still could do the right thing, and the legislature could still do the right thing if they wanted to. Yeah, I'm not going to place any bets on that, but sure, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, obviously it's really concerning. State fair uh, has already started, right? And it's yep. going on. Yep. Yeah. Oh, State fair that's... is upon us. So yeah, with all the COVID spreading, probably so, oh, especially for sure, especially in the indoor places. I mean, I know that outside is less problematic, but people will be packed in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, it's going to be something else. Um, and, and then school starts shortly after right. that. Uh, yeah, that's really concerning, especially hospitalizations are increasing as we know. I think Blank Children's Hospital was at like near or at capacity for most of July. Um, so that's just concerning uh, to see like children have to be hospitalized for COVID is um, scary. And we just have like a lot of non-vaccinated Iowans making the fact that we're probably going to have an even bigger surge uh, when school starts. So it's yeah. definitely not looking forward to that. Um, I mean, it is unbelievable how this has spiked in recent weeks um and and i mean it is believable given all of the policies in the state but 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, I should say it's, it's alarming that how, how much it has spiked. Um, and, and yeah, especially with, with kids, as you said. So it is, um, I hope we, um, uh, I hope we can turn it around. I hope this just is a blip, but I am not optimistic about that. Yeah. Did you see a story? I think I saw it today. I didn't get to read through it that Reynolds was saying that the, you know, Delta might calm down after the fair, like she's optimistic or something. It's just, I did not see that, but what the, she's basing it on the same like voodoo, you know, (laughs) pulled out of thin air crap that she got that mask statement from. Right. Like, I mean, there, there are some people who have seen, you know, Delta spike and then decline in other countries, you know, like that has, that has happened. But I think like for that to be the case, like, I think they've had, I mean, I don't know, but I would guess that they've had other policies in place. I mean, here we are like just inviting COVID to the dinner table with like by not having mask mandates in place in schools and by having, um, you know, a million person potential super spreader event right before school starts. So we are not like, we're not doing anything to help ourselves here. Like that's, that's a huge difference to me. But, um, so I don't know where she's getting that, but I I did not see that, but it is not surprising that she's like just making crap, more crap up to, to make herself and her supporters feel better. Yeah. I saw, uh, she said, well, we have the vaccine, so it could go down relatively quickly. Uh, don't see that. People get vaccinated. (laughs) Right. So with how um, she's uh, barely encouraging it, uh, don't think so, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. Next up, we'll talk a little bit about the census. So the data mm-hmm. finally came in. Uh, while Iowa, along with like most states, we got a little bit more diverse, like because we have technically like a less uh, percentage of white people, but mm-hmm. still uh, there's only five whiter states in the country. So Iowa still remained pretty uh, not diverse, pretty white. Uh, that was, yeah, pretty much it. And the fact that two thirds of Iowa counties are losing population. What do you, uh, why do you think that's happening? Well, I mean, it's, I think it's, um, there's a number of things, but I think it's, it's a national trend first, right? Mm -hmm. But also like you have policies over the last decade. I mean, Reynolds has been in office as either as Lieutenant governor or governor for a decade. And the main um, long-standing entities that employ people in in um, in smaller communities are either schools, public services, or small businesses, right? And mm-hmm. and and the way that they have gutted public services and tilted the scales in favor of like massive corporations um, that that aren't investing in small in small communities or or small population communities that's decimated this over the last decade. I mean, they're not like, they're not prioritizing things that support rural um, Iowa as much as they like to claim that like the actual effect of what they're putting of the policies that they're putting in place means that our smallest uh, population centers get gutted. Um, it's 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 tragic, but this is this is a decade long. Uh, uh, we were able to see this over the course of a decade, and and they have just um, they've just gutted rural Iowa, 
Um, and, and that's what we're seeing. There's no, if there's no place to work, people are going to be gone. Oh, for sure. It'll just be interesting to see how this, uh, how we see this happen again in the next 10 years when the next census comes out. Obviously, like you said, the policies that they're having, they're trying to not be honest about education. So people might not want to come here because of the attacks again, like unfounded attacks against critical race theory, but also just, I mean, the way that Reynolds, Tenson, other Republicans talk about immigrants, there's like no way that immigrants are really going to want to come to Iowa. So it's just totally. really disheartening to see that. Yeah. But... No, it makes sense. Next... The, the, there's no way. It's not very yeah. inviting, right? Uh, next, I hope we talk a little bit about national news. So some the good second news. child, some yes, good news. finally. Yeah. Uh, the second child tax credit check was dispersed today. Woo-woo. Uh, it'll pack over uh, 80% of Iowa families. So it's just really important, especially because this has been a horrible year with Iowa struggling with hunger and a lack of good paying jobs. And yeah, it's just really great. And it's fortunate that we have Representative Cindy Axney, who was the only Iowa rep to vote for this. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a game changer for so many families. I mean, adding in 300, 600, whatever it is per month um, or, or more, depending on how many kids you have, like it is such a big deal to either, I mean, to pay for childcare, to pay for, um, to pay for food, to pay for rent, to pay for whatever you need to, for your family, to um, the added expenses of having, of having a child. Um, it, it's just such, such a big deal that, that this is happening and this continuing to happen. So it's, um, it's, it's really, really great. And yeah, shout out to, we'll do shout outs in a minute, but an extra shout out to Cindy Axney for, for supporting that. Uh, last up on national news, uh, some more good news. So the Senate passed the $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill this week. Uh, and we're going to watch it as it heads over to the house. Um, the last version of this bill in the house only received a yes vote from Cindy Axney as far as Iowa representatives go. So definitely keeping an eye on Feenstra, Henson, and Miller Meeks on this one. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm hopeful that it will pass. I don't think Feenstra, Miller Meeks, or Henson is, are going to vote for it, but they ought to because this is like this is so important. And our um, uh, like I I just think it is it. it this, this will be another game changer for our state. I mean, we have some of the worst roads and bridges. Um, we have bad drinking water in so many places or unhealthy drinking water in so many places. Um, and, um, and yeah, I, I, so I, I hope it passes. I hope the whole thing passes. There's a bipartisan bill, too, in addition to $3.5 trillion one. I hope they both pass um, and move really quickly because we need, we need this um, to, to, get, to get moving. Oh, for sure. Well, next up, we talk about hot takes where we give our opinions on the hot topics of the week. First up, the Field of Dreams game uh, happened last night, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Did you watch? No, I did not. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Well, you don't you don't have TV, do you? You're one of those <laughs> no. like, yeah. All right. So you couldn't watch it. Um, So I, I watched it on actual TV. Uh, we're on I've, we have a, we have like a direct TV, a satellite deal, but yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, it was, it was so cool. Like, and I'm a, I mean, I'm a baseball fan, but I love that movie too. But like, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, 
and the ending was great. But I mean, literally the players walked in out of the cornfield, out of the outfield to for the game. Um, and Kevin Costner threw out, uh, was, was there. I don't know if he actually threw out the first pitch, but he spoke and that was neat. Um, so it was, it was a great, a great day or a great game and a great time, a great moment for Iowa sports, the first ever major league baseball game in Iowa. Um, yeah, so it was, it was really, I thought, well done by major league baseball. That's so cool. I loved all I saw on social media were, were the players like walking out of the corn. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, looks just like the movie. So that was my only take on it. It looks yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Next. I, I will say we should share this too, but there was a great column from J.D. Scholten, who of course is like a one, uh, uh, was a former congressional candidate, now runs Rural Vote, is executive director of RuralVote.org, but is also a former minor, minor league baseball player calling Ooh. out Major League Baseball for, or minor league baseball, I guess, more specifically, for some of the ways that they treat their players, like making $7,500 a year for oh, a few months, you know, stuff like that. So um, he he used this as a moment to, like, support his former, I guess, colleagues or players or teammates or whatever across minor league baseball, which I thought was very cool, too. So as much, it was a really cool night last night, but I think there's also um, – because minor league baseball players don't have a union. Major league baseball players do. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's some really great, uh, or unfortunate things, but really great advocacy out there from from JD. So I want to make sure and mention that as well. I know that's a longer yeah. than a hot take, but I thought it was worth <laughs> worth putting in there. Worth, worth, oh, worth for mentioning. sure. So. Now I have to like find this article. I didn't even know right. that about Shulton. Yeah, he's so cool. it's it's very cool and and um and and really good of him to 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 do that and to speak out in that way. Yeah, for sure. Well, next up, again, we talk about Britney Spears. Hot takes should really just be called, you know, the Britney Spears part of the podcast. But Britney Spears' father stepped down <laughs> from the conservatorship. So I just had to share that. It's great. Yep. Obviously, it sucks that she's still in this, but he's gone. So I'm very happy and the world is all right. That's great. I This is my first time learning this. So I think that's exciting. Um, oh, and, for sure. Yeah, and she earned every dollar that she got and she should have access to all of it right like and control over her own life like in oh, every sure. way yeah yeah that's that's really, really good news i really need a free britney shirt oh it's so good also i forgot to put this in hot takes but did you see the rumors about jennifer aniston and no. oh, gosh what's the guy who plays ross why am i forgetting his name oh david schwimmer are they like dating or something there were rumors that they reconnected and started dating, but then like later on this week it said that they weren't true. So oh, okay. it was just a real roller coaster this week, mainly because of that. So <laughs> thought I'd share. Your own personal <laughs> roller coaster of dealing with oh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Put me through no, a did, lot of emotions. I missed that entire thing, so I did not have to, you know, give it oh, any lucky. uh moment's notice. So yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. Just thought I'd share that. My hot mm-hmm. take is that I really want them together. That is all. Sure. Yeah. Well, next up, we have shout outs where we looked up great work happening all over the state. If you have any recommendations, please send them to at Progress Iowa or at Padlock FM. Matt, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I think with the focus that we're having on um, on the congressional recess, we've been doing a lot of work on on that this this past week and we'll continue that through the month of August. 
We just want to give a shout out to Congresswoman Cindy Axney for a few reasons. One is that she just has consistently a good voting record for Iowa um, and has delivered on all the policies that we talked about, child tax credit. She's going to push for infrastructure um, in a way that will help all of us with drinking water, roads, bridges, um, all of those things. And um, and she just is, she is also very accessible. Um, she's had so many town hall meetings in person and even during COVID, like she held one last week where she had it outdoors and, and was able to meet face to face with constituents and able to do it safely. And which is more than we can say for, for um, some of the other members of Congress and like Hinson and Miller Meeks who are ducking uh, town halls in larger uh, urban areas in their district. Uh, Miller Meeks doesn't even have a dang, she only has one <laughs> congressional office in her district. Um, yeah not to mention holding in-person town halls in, you know, so, so Cindy Axney has done a great job of being accessible and delivering for Iowans. So definitely want to, want to give her a big shout out. What a week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.